1: Welcome everyone to another episode of the Believe in Bengal podcast, Solomon Wilcox. Of course, Adam Pacman Jones is up to other things, so he left it up to me to fly solo and introduce our new guest, the Cincinnati Bengals' first round pick of the 2022 draft. Daxton Hill joins us on the show. Dax, how you doing today?
2: Doing well. Can't complain. Uh, It's been uh, good so far, so I'm just enjoying it so far, so it's been good.
1: I know, man. Hey, listen, I, I know how it is. You're parachuting into a new city, a new team, a new playbook, right? This whole draft job interview experience. I remember seeing you at the Combine in Indianapolis. Now you're here in Cincinnati. What is What has this journey been like for you?
2: It's been a lot. Um, really just coming off a long season, uh, 12, 13, 14-game season, and then, you know, straight into training and, uh, you know, just preparing, you know, pre-draft process, I'm just locking into that, you know, making sure I'm, you know, crossing every T down every I. So it's been a lot, you know, leading up to, to now. So it's been uh, it's been good. Um, now I'm just, you know, settled down now. So I'm glad it's kind of all over with.
1: Hey, hey, this is what you hoped for, right, Dax? <laughs> this, is, oh, yeah. this is what you
2: wanted, right? Oh, yeah. This is something I've been, you know, looking forward to for a long time now. So it's now happening and, hey, I'm excited.
1: Take me back to where you grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma, my man. Um, for one, um, people should know this about you. In the great state of Oklahoma, you were the Gatorade Player of the Year coming out of high school. So take mm-hmm. me back to your high school football days. When did you fall in love with the game? What other positions did you play? And maybe what other sports did you play?
2: Uh, yeah, so really, um, you know, before the Gatorade Player of the Year, I started, you know, fourth grade. Um, that's not, I think that's when I started to, you know, slowly fall in love with it. Um, I was kind of forced to play it, um, actually, because I was a basketball <laughs> player. And so uh, one of the football coaches, he saw me at a basketball uh, game or whatever. And then he wanted me to try out for his team. And so I think that's when it started. And then, I, you know, like I said, I started and then I fell in love with it ever since then. And so that led to, you know, all the way to high school and, you know, me doing great things. First year, I, didn't really, I played a little bit. And then toward the end of that season, I started to play a start. And then uh, from there, I kind of stuck, you know, started that free safety and uh you know play receiver as well so I was on both sides of the football in high school and then um then yeah so uh that's all I really did in high school in terms of you know football and then basketball you know I started that when I was younger um when I was like first second grade so that was my first love and uh, uh so I stopped that all the way you know to sophomore year of high school and uh you know i was hoping to go to college for you know division 1 basketball but it didn't really turn out like that <laughs> so i wanted to, you know i wanted to go to north carolina like the big blue you know school so that didn't really turn out the way i wanted it but you know football worked well for me um in high school and you know besides football you know like i said football basketball and track as well so those you know three sports i played
1: hey dax i i feel you my man the hoop dream dies hard bro it's hard to let it go <laughs> but know. but But all the great defensive players in basketball, you know where they go, right? They become defensive backs. (laughs) That's exactly right. right. You learn to lock them down, man, and it really does help the skill set. So tell me, how did you get from Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, you know, parachute over the Midwest and go right up to the University of Michigan? How does a guy go from Tulsa to the University of Michigan? What led to the choice? And what do you think uh, and how did Michigan prepare you best to, to play in the NFL?
2: I was really just a, you know, feeling I got in my gut. I always wanted to trust my gut throughout that process because I was going through a lot of, you know, different schools, you know, between a lot of different, you know, scholarships, a lot of different coaches I was, you know, in communication with. So it was really like the feel I had with, you know, the Michigan, the Michigan program, the culture, the history, and the things that it had to offer, you know, outside of football. So that was one of the main reasons why I went to Michigan. And and from there, that's, you know, how I, you know, led, it led me to, you know, to this day today. So, had me really uh, prepared in terms of, you know, making sure that I uh, take care of my business outside of, you know, football as well, um, you know, while I'm on the field as well. So, you know, I I had a good, you know, good program behind me, Um, you know, solid foundation, you know, you know, working my way up to the NFL now.
1: Well, I gotta tell you, I got a little secret to share with you. (laughs) I'm good friends with your former athletic director, Ward Manuel and Mm -hmm. Derek Walker, you know, D-Walk, right? in the athletic program at the University of Michigan. So I come up to Ann Arbor, I watch all the games, I'm up in the booth with Ward, and I'm looking at number 30, I'm like, man, this kid can play, because this was pre-COVID, right? You were just a yeah. freshman, man, you're making all the plays, you're lining up right. everywhere, uh, and I got really excited about watching you, because you could play just about anywhere, from corner, to safety, to the nickel, to the, to the dime position kind of talk to me about how you evolved as a player on the back end and you played right away as a freshman, but you play so many positions. How did that come to be? And and how did it come to be where you're so comfortable playing all of those positions?
2: Um, yeah, uh, I would say, you know, first, you know, first and foremost, that uh, you know, playing all those positions isn't easy. Um, you know, I was really free, free safety. And then they had me at nickel and, you know, doing a lot of different, you know, things on special teams. So it was a lot of, you know, making sure deep deep in the playbook, um, retaining all the information, going back, reviewing and things like that. And just, you know, making it second nature, you know, making it a lifestyle to, you know, incorporate, you know, studying that playbook, you know, outside of football. Um, that's one thing I wanted to, you know, emphasize, you know, just my my different roles I knew I was going to have. So that kind of led me into, you know, being, you know, pretty good at what I was doing. Um, and that's just really the coaching that I had and, you know, as well as just, you know, being out out there and knowing kind of what I'm doing. So it was really just repetition. And then from there, um, I was very comfortable, you know, playing different spots.
1: So now you're sitting at home, it's drafting. You just helped turn around a Michigan program that had been down for a little bit. Now they're they're back on top. You left them in good hands and you helped build that. Um, But then you get the call. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. You get to play with Joe Burrow you get to play with Jamar Chase. You get to play with some really good guys that just played in the Super Bowl. What was it like when you got that call? You heard it was the Cincinnati Bengals. What came to mind?
2: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I was really just very excited, you know, uh, for my family, them just always being there for me and uh, really sharing that moment with them. that was really special. And then, you know, whenever I was, you know, just, you know, sitting and waiting, I was really excited just to see the you know, the Bengals because I talked to them a little bit, Mm -hmm. but, um, that morning of I spoke to them, you know, just briefly, um, you know, we chopped it up just for a little bit, two minute conversation. And, um, so it was just, you know, hilarious how it actually happened to, you know, beat them to actually pick me. So I'm glad that it happened the way it did. And, you know, I'm ready to, you know, for the you know next chapter.
1: Now you also know, I'm sure the second thing that came to mind, I got to play against big bro twice a year, right? <laughs> because we hey, yeah. look, we got to tell everybody, your brother, Justice Hill, right? Running back for the Baltimore <laughs> Ravens. That's your big bro. And uh, what came to mind? I'm sure you guys started to have a conversation immediately afterwards.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, actually, I mean, that was before. It was, even if it didn't happen, hey, we knew we'd go cross, cross paths somehow. So yeah. that was already a talk. But, yeah, I mean, definitely it's going to go down now. So. We gotta prepare ourselves. I'm preparing myself. I'm be looking forward to that date. Twice days. a year, man. Twice a
1: year. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh-huh.
2: A lot of people didn't know that, and I mean, a lot of people were shocked. But yeah. hey, I'm kind of used to it, and I mean, I'm kind of excited for it too because freshman year, I was a freshman. He was a senior, so we didn't really go against each other a lot. But now uh-huh. it's kind of like the real deal now.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. This is this is big boy time. Little yeah. hey, I'm the youngest of four. It's four boys in my family. I'm the youngest. Oh, come, yeah. a, come a time, Dax, where you no longer little bruh. You know what I'm saying, uh,
2: right? Oh, yeah. Put right? <laughs> <laughs> the new boy pants on real quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it,
1: man. I, I love it. Hey, um, before we let you go, a couple of more conversations. Um, we talked about your versatility. Uh, man, you laid down that four three eight and the 40 Just very impressive at the scouting come by. So you have the speed. You have the vers- versatility. But you talked about it earlier. Playing a lot of different positions in the secondary, it's not easy. 90% of the game is played from the neck up. So you have to have a tremendously high football IQ. So help our viewers to understand what it means when you're playing in the box as a nickel corner. And sometimes you're going to be asked to blitz the quarterback. Sometimes you got to take on pulling guards, man. You got to turn that ball back inside, right, Mm -hmm. Against, against the run. You may have to cover slot receivers or some of the athletic tight ends in the league, just kind of talk to us about a lot of the things that come with playing the multiple positions uh, that you're expected to play in the Cincinnati Bengals defense.
2: Oh yeah. So I mean really I would say at Michigan, they really emphasized on see a little just to see a lot. I would definitely put that um the nickel in that category just because you you are doing a lot of different things. And so you don't want to see, you don't want to overthink what your assignment is. And so that's how I kind of approach it. Just, I know my responsibility as well as, you know, the people around me. So I want to, you know, focus on what I do. I need to know and then, you know, play it the right way, having good eyes and, you know, good hands and feet and things like that. So like you said, pulling guards, you know, you have to, you know, just find your work and then, you know, then go off that. So it's kind of just, you know, using your head, like you said, being intuitive and then doing, um, just reading you know your eyes having your eyes in the right spot so i would say niggle is a combination of those things
1: see dax most people don't know that guys like you and me in that 200 pound ring you can take you can take
2: out a now. they underestimate the weight
1: that's, that's right don't yeah. underestimate but now the rule of thumb is get them before they turn up right oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, you want to close space quick because I'm telling you, it's a lot of weight. That's right. Weight <laughs>
1: That's right. When they're coming down the line, you can still get them, man. Same foot, same shoulder. So But when they turn up, bro, it's a whole you know a whole yeah, different ball playing. game. That's right. <laughs> use that, use that quickness. All right, before we let you go, we gotta play a little game of this or that. Want to have fun with you because I know. Look, if you grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You're probably used to that Texas-style southwestern chili. That's more thick and hearty. It's not like the skyline where it's loose and a little runny, or the or the ghost star. don't know if you had a chance to try one of them or not since you come to Cincinnati. So I'm going to ask you: Is it the Cincinnati-style chili you prefer, or the style of chili back home down Southwest?
2: So well, recently, I just had the ghost star. So I want to say. I would go with, you know, back home for now until I taste Skyline. So I okay. want to uh I really like, you know, the chili back at home just because we had a few Coney spots. A few okay. like
1: chili okay. spots. So
2: I'm going to give it back, you know, props to, you know, Oklahoma. I'm going to put them on the map for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to try Skyline as well so okay. we can see what the difference is between the two.
1: Well, you can't ever divorce yourself from your hometown. You know, you got to give them some love. Yeah, I, we appreciate that. But, yeah, you got to try the... The skyline as well. Tell us which one you prefer: the Gold Star, or the child or the Skyline. Most people, um, they're they're going to give it to one or the other. So right. I'm not I'm not going to feed you with that one. But one or the other, you'll make that decision later. Tell us uh, what are you? I don't know if you even tried Grater's ice cream yet. Um, but is it the Grater's ice cream or soft serve ice cream? I don't even know if you tried.
2: It. I have uh it is it, uh, it kind of similar to Cold Stone? It have
1: you really heard of Yes, but better. So I, I'ma just get I'm throw really you out. To of, you. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you out a of seat,
2: fan, but you said it's better than Coldstones. Yeah, bro.
1: To. And I never thought I would ever say that, but I'm I'm
2: fully oh, in. Yeah, if he, you know, if you're saying it's being cold then I have to try it soon. You gotta go check it
1: out. Oprah Winfrey had it on her show. She gave oh. it to everybody on the show, and everybody just the eyes was rolling in the back of their head. Oh, man, we so check. you gotta try this one. It's called the um Kentucky Bourbon Butter Pecan. Oh, you remember all of that.
2: but bruh Kentucky Butter Pecan.
1: Kentucky Bourbon Urban.
2: Butter Pecan. Oh, <laughs> of all these.
1: Oh yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's great. You may not like pecans, but it's one of those, and you I gotta know, try. Pecan,
2: so I'm hey, glad you, you said go. that.
1: There you go. I'm telling you, in it, okay. Now I got a sense of how you're gonna answer this, one, but we gotta ask. Because, you know, guys, if Adam Jones was here, you know how he would, he would lean toward one or the other. So I got to ask you, playing in the secondary, are you a trash talker or do you just kill him softly? Which one?
2: soft, oh, man. Huh? If you ain't do the talking. That's what I do. Okay. I, hey, hey, make my plays on the field. That's my trash talking right there. There you go. Stay okay. on the side, but hey. <laughs> I'm bringing it to him
1: I like it, I like it and I knew I knew that's the way you look smart guy, cerebral but when I put on the tape man you're flying around hitting anything that moves so your answer matches exactly what I thought okay, the final one before we let you go as a secondary defender um, where, do, where do you find the plays get made the most in the box or outside the box
2: for me? yeah, for you Oh, outside the box. I mean, there's times where I have to feel come down. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, the player, that, uh, when the ball is in the air, definitely have to, you know, blow out the fires, take out all the fires. So, I yeah. like
1: it. I like it. Well, hey, Dax, we appreciate you stopping by, man. You're a you're mm-hmm. great player, uh, well-spoken. You got a future in television, by the way, but you just stick to this football thing while you're still at it. And we'll have this waiting for you when you're done, oh, okay? Pot. All pot. All right.
2: We'll, you we'll, should...
1: give, we'll give you plenty of reps too, okay?
2: We'll reps in for hit the game time.
1: That's right. Yeah. All right. Daxton Hill,
2: appreciate
1: Cincinnati it. Bingo, we appreciate you stopping by. This has been another edition of the Believe in Bingo podcast. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.
0: This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code BELIEVE and get 50% off your first deposit. So whatever your first deposit is at BetOnline.ag, and you could bet on anything. Futures for MLB, NBA playoffs is right around the corner. Actually, it's here. It's upon us playing games start tonight. So go to betonline.ag, use the promo code BLEAV, get 50% off your first deposit.